Blog Talk Radio. Not 
Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Empress sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Empress sent you. That's not the right one. That's the right one. about it tonight because you single with your single self, which you'll talk about ain't no man nowhere, which you're talking about, I don't want to be in a relationship. Listen, I've heard it all. I've talked to everybody and I've come up with a solution. Not myself. I've done some research and I decided to get a little backup. I might be wrong. You know, I always take it from a female's perspective because I am that. I am she, I am the empress, and I don't apologize for it, but I will admit that sometimes I'm not right, but I've done enough and heard enough and researched enough that there are some key things as to why there are single people screaming, why am I single? There are some reasons to that, and it has nothing to do with what you've been told or what you heard, okay? Listen, last week we went in with Midas Touch and Queen Ashley, and we talked about the difference between making love and just having F sex. I can't say it anymore. I gave myself one week to say the F word. The F word is like the worst word to say. So I can't say it tonight, but I did say it like a thousand times on last week, and we learned a lot. And that there is a difference, there is a commune that is different between a woman and a man when they are just getting down and when they're making love, but it is a communication of sorts. And I learned a lot, and that show spun off into a show that's coming on Thursday with Queen Ashley. She's going to teach us the rules to the game because I tell you, I learned a lot one last Thursday about what men do and how they power of that. But the truth of the matter is that there is power in the Yanni. Now, if you don't know what a Yanni is, and Mr. Lawrence, are you there? Can you hear me? Because I don't think that you knew what a Yanni was. Mr. Lawrence, are you there? I am here, and I did not know. I never heard of that terminology of it before, but I know what it is, but I never heard of the terminology. <laughs> you, you, you know what it is. <laughs> you know yeah, what it is. I know what it is. I, there are powers in the Yanni, and I didn't know that. I, well, I knew I was powerful. I, I knew I was powerful. I just didn't know I was that kind of powerful. And, and obviously, there are a lot of women who need to know this. Now, the men, they can listen in if they want to. Thursday's show is, of course, open to everybody. But we're going to talk about the power of avoiding feelings when you have a powerful Yanni and the things that you need to know about learning the game. Because there is a game that's all involved in this and everything. Now, listen, tonight's show is not about the Yanni, but some things about the Yanni, you know, some women think that there is powerful to threaten men 
that, you know, I'm going to say my Yanni, and yes, Yanni is vagina, yes, it's sex, and it has to do with people thinking that they are more powerful by, you know, being discretionary with their Yanni. Now, men have said forever that that is not the truth, and that that is not the only reason why they're not in relationship, because that they can get sex just as easily as, you know, as getting a, a breakfast, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, but I decided I wanted to know why, because I have heard, I have friends, I am in a single group of people, um, not necessarily in pursuit of relationship, but definitely understanding that I'm meant for a relationship and not really understanding why nothing has happened. I don't know if it's a time frame. I don't know if there's particular things that I was doing or that I'm preventing myself from having a full relationship. Some people say that, you know, this is where they wanted to function. They they don't want a relationship. They've been hurt. They don't want to take a chance on that. And definitely, I think that everybody can say that. Mr. Lawrence, do you think that men feel the same way about being single than uh, as women do? I think it's a difference, but it depends on the maturity of the man and where he's, where he's at in the stage of his life. When I was younger, I thought a different way about being single versus now being being single and being a little bit older or being in my 40s. So it's completely, mm-hmm. I have a whole different perspective on it. And uh, mm-hmm. when I was younger, it was, it was, it was, a, it was good being single. But now being older, um, perspectives change and you realize some things you want in your life. Single can be such a drag sometimes. <laughs> I, I've heard that it's a drag for some mature people. And I've also heard that some people actually seek being single or having single dumb again. What's interesting to me is that the majority of people that I counsel, and of course, whenever you have counsel, there's usually some issue of some sort, and everybody has issues, single, married, dating, what have you. Everybody has issues. But with regard to the whole lifestyle of being single, for the most part, is it not your experience that for the men and women, if they're in a relationship, they definitely have a partner, sometimes to the point of even being married. They desire being single, and then the vice is the vice versa is true of single people who are like just dead on. Like I, I laugh sometimes at women who act as if you know they're presenting themselves as being very comfortable with being by themselves, but all they talk about is the wedding, the dress, uh, who he's gonna be, what they're gonna do, where they're gonna go. Do you think that it is normal or actually uh, most people actually practice wanting to be in the opposite group that they're actually in before we get into our discussion? Yeah, that's interesting. It's funny. People, like you said, people get so tied up. It's like, oh, I want to, I want to be in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. Then they get in a relationship. They say, well, you know what? I want to be single. I want to be single. And really, when it, when it comes down to is, is they're not picking the right person to be in a relationship with. Two, on the other side, they're not enjoying the part when they're being single. They're not enjoying their singleness. So until oh you learn how to enjoy both states, you can never enjoy the other. Now, I'm going to just say this. You know, I have been married. I, you know, most people who know me know I was married for 10 years, um, divorced now about five and a half, six years. And um, there are points where you desire to be with someone else, but then there are absolutely points where you just be glad you're free like it's some stuff that you can just be spontaneous about I'm not sure if that's what the desire is for persons who are married 
who say, you know, it's just, they act as if it's a drag. They act as if it's something wrong with it. But I do agree with you about being single, finding a wholeness in that, but at the same time, finding a wholeness in, in the relationships that you have chosen. Now, I need to get the disclaimer out because I want people to feel comfortable about what they have to say. I don't, I don't do any show topic that doesn't have some benefit to myself. I do and have done shows at request. And, you know, I'm a single person, so this is extremely interesting to me, and I had I did a little research on it because I wanted to know if there was something I was personally doing to keep myself in singlehood. And, I, I mean, I don't think that it's a bad place to be, but I definitely want to have a significant other person in my life. What that looks like, I don't know, but I can say that for sure. So when I offer for persons to call into the show and for people to – you know, invite them to the show. It is in no way to put you on front street for you to divulge anything that you don't want to divulge. I share myself with you so that you can feel comfortable sharing yourself, if you like to, with me. The way that I uh, identify you is by the last four digits of your phone number. Now, the last four digits of the phone number is the phone number that you called in on. You press one, and I can't tell you what that number is. I can only see the number. I can tell you what those four numbers are, and you'd have to know what number you called in on. So now we're going to open up a few lines just so that you can say, yay, nay, I am single, I enjoy being single, or no, I'm married, and I enjoy being married, or I would prefer to, you know, go to the other team. Let's start with number 5605. Are you there, and can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, how, what what status are you? Single? In a relationship, happy or desiring to be in the other group? I'm I'm single, but and I'm but I'm happy. You know, sometimes I I want to be in a relationship, but mm-hmm. it's right now is really not the time for me to be in a relationship. But I do desire to be in a relationship. I just hate the fact that. The guys that come to me, they don't, they can't come to me in the right way for me to, you mm-hmm. know, want to be in a relationship like this. That's why I'm just like, you know what? No, I'm gonna focus on my school. Yes, like I said, I see a desire to be in a relationship, but I just, I'm just tired. I'm to this point, I'm tired of people coming in my face with the same stuff. Baby, they coming in her face with the wrong stuff. What are these guys coming with? Mr. L, before we go to the next call, that's what I was going to ask her because I was, I was wanting to know what what was it that they were coming to you with that what that you felt that wasn't coming to you correctly. Well, we'll go back to her, but we got several phone calls okay. on on the line. I still have her, and we're gonna find out later like what they coming with because they be kind of crazy now. They coming sideways, talking about side of their neck. Four two seven nine, are you there? Can you hear me? Sure, I'm here. Okay, and are you single in a relationship, happy, or wanting to go to the other team? Actually, I'm married and happy and just really listening because oftentimes I have the opportunity to counsel younger female, and I like to know what it's like with, you know, some of the issues that ladies are experiencing today. You know what, that is a really good point because I think that when people get into relationships, they almost forget like what it's like to be on the single team. Like I, you know, they be talking about us like we not worth 
breath. How, how you feel about it, Mr. Law? I know that men, I think, celebrate being single a lot more so than do women. What do men have to say about married folks? Do they like being around them when they're single? Uh, no, not really. I mean, when we're single, you want to hang out with your single friends, you know, single guys, and we pretty much, you know, pretty much glow in the fact that we're single. Now, when we're alone, we start, you know, get to look in the room and realize ain't nobody's there, and you start thinking to yourself, like, you know what, it, uh, this single thing ain't all it's cracked up to be because you can, oh. that you can have, a, and you realize you want somebody. You come to a place when you want companionship versus just just someone just to go out to dinner with or to be intimate with or whatever the case may be, but you look for you look for companionship and that makes a difference. But that depends on the maturity of the man. Okay. All right. Nineteen thirty eight, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Are you single, married, in a relationship, excited to be in the group you're in or do you want to jump ship? I'm single. Unfortunately, I want to be in a relationship, but at the time, I'm focusing on myself for trying to start new businesses and just trying to mm-hmm. make myself better for the person I want to be with. Mm. Mm. So you mm. are refining yourself. That sounds just like y'all. That's what men say a lot is that they're bettering <laughs> themselves. I mean, I'm just saying, I, you know, I don't date women. I date men. And that's what a lot of them have to say. 5436, are you there and can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Okay, how do you rank in this I'm doing, conundrum? What you doing? I'm, I'm married. <laughs> are you happy? Yes. Married, are you? I'm just really just married. listening in. Okay, you just listening. You know what? It's interesting to me that a lot of the times married people do pay attention and can help. We single people, but they don't. They watch us walk into walls sometimes. In, in my case, what right. you don't, what you, don't you think that, Lars? I think that they they watch us and they say, "Ooh, she's so stupid. You're doing it right there," mm-hmm. but they don't ever tell us what to do. Men, men especially, like they just sit on the sidelines, just like women sometimes. Why y'all don't help us? You know what? What, well, what is that about? <laughs> You know, the single person you asked me. <laughs> you talking to me? I'm talking to you. Okay. I think what happened is I think we do go to our perspective groups and we do talk. Like we may talk at the barbershop. We might talk when we're playing pool and we may consult like, hey, man, what about this? And we, we throw things against me, you know, we throw stuff, topic out against you, against someone and say, hey, what do you think about this? What do, I, what do you think I should be doing about her? Now, some of the advice is good and some of the advice is not good, but – um, a lot of the married men I talk to, they're like, hey, man, this is what you need to do to get to this level. And so there, there is conversation to happen, but you just don't see it in out in the public. Just put it that way. Mm. Well, let, let's open up one more line before we get into mm. the discussion, because I think we have both married people and we got single uh, perspective persons uh, wanting to have relationships. 7145, are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, this is, uh, yeah, 7145. Okay, and are you single, um, married, uh, happy, or wanting to jump to the other side? No, I'm, I'm, I'm single. I was married for 22 years, now I'm divorced. Okay. Are you happily divorced? Like, 
because let me tell you, I'm not picking on the men. I just so happen to date men. You know, I don't date women. Um, and <laughs> men who have been men who have been married and are newly divorced seem more comfortable than men who've never been married. Uh, what, do you want a relationship, 7145? Do you want to have a significant other and have another 22 years of bliss or, or, or however many years you had? Uh, you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I, I've been divorced now for about uh, two decades, and uh, uh, I don't know if I want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all of my kids are grown. You know, I raised three mm-hmm. kids. They're grown. Everybody's doing well. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Now you you sound kind of fly. Can I ask you how old you are, sir? Because when I when I, I hear I, you I, say, I, I, I'd be sixty five uh, in February. Mm. But but, uh, people, but people tell me I look like I'm forty. Oh. So you are a little young, but but you are a little old, young, but and see what it is. You were married. <laughs> And and I think that spells a lot into when men who have been married at a younger age, because if you say you're 60 some odd years old, right at the prime of, I think, life, you were married. Uh, do you not think that men nowadays marry later on purpose because they have already done a whole lot of that extra stuff y'all do, Mr. Lawrence? What What is it about you guys being okay with marrying later on that uh, like he said, he's okay with not, you know, marrying again. That he's pretty okay with that. What, Mr. Lars, what what is it about the guys who, you know, get pretty settled with being solo uh, at the end of life? I think what happens is, but you know, when we first, when you're younger, you're confident and you don't know much. And then as you go older, you become you become seasoned. So you begin to learn some things. You begin to learn about your body. You get to learn about women, what to do, what not to do. So later in life, it's like, you know what? I'm comfortable in what I, who I am and what I do. I'm established maybe financially. You're established in your career. You're established in the area. You say, well, you know what? It's time to bring someone in. So that's what happens as we get older. You begin to think about what things are important. And you want to begin to share that with someone else. But I'm not saying that doesn't happen when you're younger, but you have a whole different perspective when you get older. You got a you you have more to bring to the table than just uh, say what a 22 year old or a 20 year old may bring. And to well, you know, you, you said table, you just said table. You know because I mm-hmm. you know if I had a dollar for every time I heard a man say something about a damn table. And relationships and, and provision and all sorts of things. Now I do understand that the male's role is provision and that sort of thing. But when a man with provisions meet a woman who too can provide for herself, who's single, who's searching, they call her all matter of names. I actually had to get onto one of my Black Planet friends. I'm back on Black Planet because I had so many inboxes about when the next show was and I said well let me get back on this guy his the very first thing I see on post tonight was that the women are thirsty like we're super thirsty because we want a man and we want things from you do you do you agree that there is a certain level of expectation um, with the mm-hmm. relationship you do you do you do say yeah, that there is there there are some let me let me say this prefaces there are some women who are at that place where they are thirsty and they do things that make themselves really look bad 
And I hey. sit back to, to single man. I sit back and say, you know what? Nope, that's not going to work. That's hey. not going to work. There are some women who do that, so they make the whole bunch looks like make the whole bunch looks bad. But there are some women who are thirsty. They do things they should not do. And it's funny because sometimes the younger ones have a better grip on what to do and what not to do versus the older one because they know they're getting older in age. Well, you know what? Let me tell you something. This age thing, because, listen, I, I, I promise <laughs> you, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how young I look, uh, Mr. Lawrence, but everybody knows that I don't mind telling you that I am 42 years old. I'm about eight mm-hmm. years from being 50, and I feel I feel great. I think the alternative is death. So I wouldn't be feeling anything, but I think that what you have, you use and you and you move with it. Now, there's no difference between me as a 42-year-old woman and a 42-year-old man except for genitalia and experience, okay? So uh, getting on up in age, the attitude that men have when they have provision, and this is, I'm not male bashing, so don't email me and tell me that I'm being mean to the guests. Just listen to me out. Uh, because I think that I speak for a lot of women when I when I say sometimes men think that they are some sort of a gift when they are willing to date women of older age like myself. I if you knew the number of men that I had to just turn away because they're just simply too young. Like I could probably mm-hmm. see your mom a good good hard day, but I prefer a, a, a very white and seasoned man because I think that a man is supposed to give a leadership to a woman and there's not a whole lot that a 22 year old can lead me to except for to a bedroom i'm pretty sure i'm not saying i'm not saying that they can't be more than just that but i think that it is just popular to have men in your life that are extremely differences in in age for, for those reasons but let's let's talk about what single is now i looked up the definition Got a couple more callers on the line, and I will get to you in just a second. Please don't hang up. Hang on with us. And everybody that's been on before, we still got you there because we'll come back and ask a few more questions in just a little bit. Now, being single for everybody means something different. I I had a show uh, maybe about a month ago, and men said that if you're not on paper, then you're single. Even if you lived with a woman, (laughs) that you're single. And that's a bull crap. That's That's not true. That is not true. Let's get it very, very clear. When you're single, it means to not be accompanied by another. It means being in solitary. It means consisting of one part, section, or aspect of serving yourself. It means having the same application for all things uniformly and by one single moral code. It's non-divided, unbroken. So, guys, if you live with your girlfriend, I would even say if your toothbrush is over there and you, you know, you be over there more than you do at your own place, I would say that you're not single. I don't, you know, what do you think? Do men think that way about being single, Mr. Lawrence? Yeah, I think, yeah, I I think it comes down to, and two, until there comes to an establishment that we are together and we are exclusive. It's still single, and then it even goes it, it, it goes even further until we walk down the aisle. For some men, we 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 are single. I mean, I'm single, but I'm committed relationship. Okay, so the whole okay, this is not on my paper, but you just made me think of something. The whole until we establish that we're in a relationship, like the whole label thing, we have to have a name. 
That mm-hmm. to me, that to me, I think is a necessity for women to understand that they're not just living in their head. But do men do that? Because men get hung up on some crazy things. Like they get all excited if you say this is my boyfriend. I'm not your boyfriend. Like we we ain't done that. Baby, we done done everything twice and on the church grounds. Why is you excited? Because I'm just saying, like, what what is the thing about labeling? Do guys really need a label to know that they're no longer single? Yeah, I mean, it has to be it has to be laid out. A man needs to say, hey, we are. He needs to. She needs to know, and she needs to know that we are exclusive or we are together. Because you know what happens. This is the thing that happens. The moment another guy comes and talks to his perceived woman, what happens? Mm-hmm. He gets upset. He gets all bent out of shape. But she can come back and say, what? Oh, we were just friends. Because it was never defined what we were. And then we have a big, now everybody's upset. He's upset. Mm-hmm. She's upset. She's not upset. He's upset. But because it was okay. never defined what we got, this is what, we, this is what takes place. Okay, thirteen seventy four. Are you there? And can you hear me? Yes, that's a little base. Are you are, are you single, married, uh, happily single, or searching to get out of the relationship you're in? Okay, can you hear me? Okay, I can hear you. Okay, wow, that's a good question. Um, I am currently married, getting ready to go through a divorce. Oh no! And uh, I wanted to elaborate on the word single. Okay. Uh, okay. To me, it's, it's perceived. Um, the, to me, it depends on the maturity level of the woman and the man that's in a relationship. Uh, the last relationship I was in, the young lady told me that she viewed it as she's being single until she was married because at any moment she could move around and date whoever she wanted to. Mm-hmm. I can date whoever I wanted to, but if we were married, then that would not be the case. And I kind of agree with her. Mm-hmm. So right now, mm-hmm. okay. So right now, you, by a legal binding, like contractual agreement, you have a wife. But that is do correct. you? But do you consider yourself single because you're not bound spiritually? And I'm just guessing, possibly financially, physically, to this other person. So, do you see? Do you think you're single? Do you, do you think you're single? Well, I, I'm a different case. I feel like I'm single just because of the place I am at with my now wife, as uh, mm-hmm. far as communication and the way we see things, uh, totally different. But I am bound because I have two beautiful daughters with this woman. So I do mm-hmm. not, I look at it as, uh, I know I'm getting divorced. We know we're getting divorced. We talk about it. We agree. Mm-hmm. But I'm not the type of man that just because I'm going to divorce my wife doesn't mean I'm going to divorce my kids or not look out for the whole, all three of them until mm-hmm. until I die. Mm-hmm. I'm still going mm-hmm. to be a part of their lives. Well, let me tell you something. I think I just fell in love with you right then. And it's not even because I want to marry you or anything like that, because that sounds beautiful. It, it, it really sounds, and I'm not, and I'm not negating anything. I don't know how you found me on on um, for the show, but please get your well, information to me because I think we're friends. We're Facebook friends, and I'll follow you every okay. day. 
Okay, okay. Make sure you inbox me because I think that you offer a fresh perspective. And I'm not saying that everybody got to do what he got, what he do. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, Mr. Lawrence, you know that a man mm-hmm. feels like mm-hmm. he is not bound to no woman, especially when he is not piping her down, especially when she has made it known, I don't want to be with you no more, that he's single. And he's right. open and, 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 and able to be in any level of relationship he wants to because he's single. It's some technicalities that they, that, that's what I've heard. Men say, I got some technical difficulties. Or uh, <laughs> I got some... <laughs> And ladies, please don't ask me to send you his number because they were excited about his voice. I got like four text messages talking about who the hell is that. But he's somebody's husband right now. He is somebody's husband right now. Mr. Lawrence, why don't most men think like our caller who is just on the line? Why don't they think that way? The reason reason why most people don't think like my most callers, you said the key word. That key word was maturity. It take, when a man has matured to the level that he's at right now, he has a whole different perspective on life and situations. Like you said, mm-hmm. he said, he realized that he's still responsible for the two daughters and he's responsible mm-hmm. still for his to-be um, ex-wife or to-be wife mm-hmm. that's going to be an ex-wife. That takes mm-hmm. maturity and it takes a level of not being selfish. Most, mm-hmm. I'm not saying most men, some men have not graduated to that state at, at, at 70 years old. It takes mm-hmm. a level of maturity to get there. And for him to say that and admit that, that, mm-hmm. that was admirable. That, as, as we would say in the streets, that I salute you. I definitely yeah. salute you. But it's a, level, it's, a, it's a level of maturity that has to take place. And I think a lot of times when it comes to the male and female thing, when you're talking about why the females situation like that, you choose men who are not at the maturity level as this man is. Y'all be playing too much. Y'all be, y'all play too much. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all be playing too much. 9124, nah. are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, yes, I can hear you. Are you single, married, happy, or ready to book? <laughs> I'm single. Okay, and, and why are you single? Why are you single? I'm single because I am not married legally. And I don't, I'm not in a committed relationship with anybody. Okay. And, and are, are you aware, are you aware that there are some things that a lot of us do, we marry, we single people do to keep ourselves in the very situations that we don't want to be in? I've heard at least, let's see, one, two, three. Now, I have I have this I want to I want to ask very plainly to everybody that's on on the on the phone, and we'll go back through. I want you to tell me honestly, and I ain't saying tell me that you want a divorce tonight. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's a exact there's there's usually an express reason as to why you're in the relationship you're in or why you're not in a relationship if you desire. And let me tell you why, because I'm finna confess. Mr. Lawrence, grab your Bible. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. The very, the very situation that our last caller had, I found myself in that situation. I found myself mm-hmm. divorcing, very much wanting to be divorced. Met a man who was too divorcing, and he said that 
you know, his relationship was over. It was not working. They were, they actually lived in different states. Okay. So his entire life revolved around himself and his contribution to his to be ex family was purely financial. That to me is the very reason why some single people feel like it's okay to date married people who are still in relationships. Um, and it's always a matter of the heart. You know, everybody says, oh, well, see, somebody like me, or I got a special circumstance, or I'm not like any brother that you ever met before. I'm a little bit different. Do you think mm-hmm. that sex has, I mean, because, like, sex is just plain. We talked about it last week. It's just biology. Mm-hmm. It happens. But when you look at the entirety of relationships and you mm-hmm. add sexual uh, ability or wanting to it, does that not complicate people's definition of whether or not they want to be single or not? Because I think with women, particularly women with children, they, and I'm just, I ain't trying to make us angels or nothing, but I think most women with children are more hesitant to engage into anything extra uh, when they're not completely severed away from that male. Do you find that to be the truth of men, Mr. Lawrence? Uh, 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 I want to just let me say this. Say it on what you just said, as far as with as far as with the women. I find that some women women who are are not hesitant to do that, even when they are single with women, single with children. Now, for men who are in the situation, who men who are in the situation, um, once they know, in so many words, they are, they have a sense of freedom. They're gonna first thing they're gonna do is try to what they're gonna do. They're gonna try to find some way where they can find sex. Now, sex does what happens is it does complicate things because okay, now okay. your emotions are involved. Now, some men know how to cut them off, and some women know how to cut them off. But it does complicate those things because now you think you're in love, which you are is mm-hmm. just infatuated, or you just you are emotionally enthralled by this person. So mm-hmm. sex does complicate it because now you don't see the person for really who they really are. You only see for what they can do for you in the bed. Mm-hmm. And then now, when you look down the road, you're not. Like yeah, I'm and just you saying, we don't, we don't, we don't, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. And so what happened is you don't, you don't see sex does not equate having a relationship. That's the problem. We think that we have sex that we equate having a relationship. Okay, wait. That's and me. That, that's this, me. That's me. Say that again. Say that clearly again for the people. Just because we have sex does not equate that we are in a relationship or having consistent sex means that's your relationship because you have never defined to find it. All you are, all you are right now is you are a booty call or you are just a trick on the other side. Yeah. Okay. Does that apply both ways? Because I I, I had to have some conversations with uh, my queen that's going to be coming on 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 Thursday, she explained to me uh, that the, there is the same capability of woman, and I, I don't I don't know if I agree, but that there is the same capability of woman to uh, detach from the sexual act and to grow feelings. Actually, the the show she asked me to name it, how to not catch feelings, how to not catch feelings. I'm like what. I said, are you serious? Because most women who are actually breaking away from a relationship are a bowl of emotion and feeling and hoping that someone can come 
and coddle her and make her feel better about whatever the situation is. And sex can only complicate that. But she said that's not the case and that it's probably the same equal not the case with men, that men are fooling themselves if they think that they can, you know, separate from a relationship and not still have some remnants of, of, of what they have just left, whether it was good or bad. Do you do you agree with that? I, I'm I'm sort of partial on either side because I know I know some women who can do that. They can just have sex and there's nothing there. You walk away, I walk away. We don't have a relationship. It is what it is. I just need you to be just just just. I just need you to do this act. That's all it's about. But at the Ooh. end of the day, when when you go to when, but the thing of it is, you're gonna always long for more. Now men know how to do that. They can get in and say, Hey, I'm just going to get this. Let me take care of this business. I'm release. You release. Okay, I walk. But at the end of the day, do you really want that? Do you you're gonna want more? Because now you're gonna you may get this. It's good to go to it's, it's good to go to the smorgasbord, but soon you sooner or later you're gonna want a filet mignon, and that's gonna cost you. And I think now, a lot of times, mm-hmm, go ahead. A, a lot of times, what? A lot of times. I want you to forget that. A lot of times. A lot of times we're settling for we selling for going to the buffet when we can have more at the at our exclusive restaurant who offers filet mignon than going to the buffet and eating stuff that's prepared by people you don't even know. Mm. See, there you go trying to get deep and stuff. I just, I'm just hungry. Because see, to me, when you're hungry, if, if, if you can at least say that you're hungry, <laughs> I'm serious. If you can at least say, I am hungry, then you can satiate the hunger. But if you don't know what you have an appetite for, then you'll eat anything. You will. You'll just eat anything, and then you'll find yourself overeating. I think that is exactly what happens when women refuse to say, yes, I want to be in a relationship that's committed. I think there are uh, women uh, who say, mm-hmm. I think this is the first step. I think I think men and women need to be completely honest and first say, yeah, you want a relationship. You need to first say that you want to have sex. Mm-hmm. Well, and get that out the way. That. I don't have right. to stop saying that, Miss Lawrence. Right. Ms. Some Lawrence, people, some stuff, yeah. Women don't have a problem saying, women do not. Uh-huh. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me cue y'all into something, you guys, because I think that uh-huh. y'all get it twisted. Men get it twisted like women are just so, uh, you know, like they call us thirst traps when we just let you know what's up. You know what I'm saying? We just let you know what's going on. And then with just our natural way, it is very natural for a woman to be uh, alluring. Two men. That that's how we're built. I mean, we don't even have to say anything. Just the way that we walk, just the way that we carry ourselves. Men perceive that as some kind of cat call or something when we're just walking, like we're just doing what we what we're built to do. But the I don't think that it's true that women do not say, "I just want to have sex with you." I think men get it get afraid because they think if I give if I give her the D, she gonna get all extra. Y'all really think that we don't say that? I mean, maybe I need to ask some of the women that. Maybe I need to ask some of the women that. 5605, do you have a problem with telling the men, I just want the D? Just give me the D. Um, no, I, no, I don't. 
I have been in in a situation like that, and because I know in my heart I want a relationship, mm-hmm. and I I may do it, and I'm gone. Mm-hmm. They get mm-hmm. mad with me, calling mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. you just like a male. No, I'm just <laughs> I know that I. She says she just knows what she wants, and she's able to get it. Let's see if we can get a cosign. Let's go to this other line, 5436. Are you willing to just say, I know that you're married, but aren't you, did you have any problem with just letting him know, I I, I, I need this? Nah. Yes, no, 5436? Baby, they hung up on me. They hung slap up on me. So I don't want no. Okay, let's go to 7145. Do you have any issue with stating what you need from that person? Just clean out, straight up. No, no, I'm, I'm too grown for that. Remember, I'm the guy who's going to be 65 in February, remember? <laughs> yeah, I know, but I know some. I know some fifty years olds who don't know how to say what they want. They play games, so it's just you know, age is not well, necessarily. I, I, I know I say what I want. Okay, I'm like a kid in the candy store. I can't hardly wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so listen, 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 Lord, I have to have a little drink of water behind that because he said he ain't got no problems telling you what he got to do. Let's see. I got 1374. Do you have any issues with just stating what you need? Was that ever a problem in potentially your uh, maybe saving your marriage? Uh, No, not at all. But I think that's the issue. Um, I hate to to draw this out, but we don't have a dating process anymore. And that's what's killing us. And uh, that's not the issue, you know. And you know, I don't have a problem. I hope it's all grown ups. I don't have a problem with pleasing myself, and I can wait on something that I want. Um, of course, I see women out here that's very attractive. I'm not gay. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I like to give compliments, and some women will take that as you know me trying to get at them, and it's not a sincere compliment. But at the same time, I'm a man that wants to chase my woman. I like to have some mystery. I don't if you're gonna give it to me on the first night, I lose mm-hmm. everything for you. Now I, I will still respect you, but you didn't give me mm-hmm. that chase. I want the process. Mm-hmm. I want to take you out on a date. I want to get to know something about you versus what's between your legs or what your bra size is. You know, it's just I'm old school with it. See, and you ain't, and he ain't even survived, Lawrence. He ain't even sixty-five. I, I know he ain't sixty-five, but that's the thing. It's, it's interesting to hear that because that is not what social world compliments. Mister Lawrence, do you have anything else to say before I start with this list? Because we get there a lot of them, a lot of them already. I, I, I think it comes down to um, even when with that issue sort of jumped off a little bit, but it was good. I think when it comes down to being single, you need to classify, be able to classify yourself, say, yes, I'm single, or where you're at. Are you happily being single, or are you trying to go to the next level and pursue a relationship, the relationship that leads to maybe a potential marriage? you got to know where you're at. And if you're not honest with yourself first, where you're at, you're not fooling nobody, nobody else but yourself, and you're going to hurt a lot of people in the long run. 
Mm-hmm. Now, the first rule of this, and there are 14 of those, and I don't want to go through all 14, but I'm, I'm going to try to get as many of these out because the very first one, the very most common is that people play hard to get. Uh, pretending to be busy or pretending to have something else to do, playing hard to get makes it hard to find out if that person is, in fact, the person you're supposed to be with. I don't think that I have ever played hard to get because I am one who feels that if you're interested then just go ahead and say that. I've been accused of being too aggressive. Now, do you think men, because y'all are like, we play games, but y'all are some crafty, I tell you. Like, we learn from y'all how to do some of this stuff. Mr. Lawrence, why won't y'all just say, I really want to take you out on a date? Why does it have to be you didn't take the cues, I came by, and I looked at you sideways with my hand on my, you know, like, what? what is all of Why is it such a game? Is it because y'all like football? Well, what is it? Is he just admitted no, to like, chase? He just admitted to their needing to be some level of chase, because if I, if I see you in 15 minutes, we know that it's documented, we know that this is the truth, a person makes up in the first five or ten minutes of meeting someone whether or not they're going to have sex with them, so that whole 90 days you are not going to do anything any differently or have any more or less opportunity in 90 days than you would in 90 minutes. So I, I, I don't agree with what he said with that, but what's the game plan with you guys? I think I think some men, for some men, I think it's an issue of reason why they don't come out and say it is confidence in themselves and then also to the feeling of being rejected. So if I approach you this way, I don't know where I have to make sure I'm reading you correctly, that this is what you want, and I don't want to feel rejected. Now, some people, once you have gotten past that point of being rejected, it doesn't matter what you say or not. It doesn't matter. Okay, you don't want it? Cool. We're still friends. Mm-hmm. I know where we stand at now. So it's about mm-hmm. it's about not being rejected. So that's why some men use they become crafty and they use game and do this to try to figure out what signals that you are saying. Or you might be saying green light and you really mean you might be reading green light while you're reading caution. You're reading yellow light. Mm-hmm. So it's just paying mm-hmm. attention to the signals that are there. Mm-hmm. One other is that you're fixated on your ex. Now, this is not what most people would think. It says that you have had such a relationship uh, that is now over, and the particular problem that people have who are fixated on their exes is that they're, they push some of the very same ideal ideals of what they saw in that old person into this new relationship. They convinced themselves that the relationship is going to fail because it looks similar to it. Um, I don't think that we had anybody who had those particular issues, but the next is that you think that love can conquer all. Now, there there are some things that get on my nerve with social media. Um, you know, And I, I know because I function on social media, I know that when you put your best face forward, that that's what people are going to see. I know that any level of relationship has ups and downs, but some people will make you think that they wake up smiling with minty breasts every morning and that their significant other is always doting on them and cooking breakfast with eggs and in their underwear. Like, I'm like, girl, who are you? Are you serious? Like, I, I, I don't even think that the best relationship functions that way. Do you think that women are just too into this love fantasy to, and they keep, they're looking for that music and that's why they're still single? Yeah, I completely agree. I did. A, I remember years ago I posted something in the, 
in the post that come out of fantasy land and come back to real, come back to the real land about what love is. And I think some people are looking for this knight in shiny armor, or they're looking for Barbie, or, or maybe not Barbie. You're looking for whatever it may be, and they're not being real about what a relationship is. So you're gonna always you're gonna always become short in the stick, and it's because you're gonna be disappointed. Then you're gonna say, well, he wasn't what I was looking for, or she wasn't what I was looking for, and guess what? You're back single again because you have mm-hmm. you have you have unreal expectations that you can't even mm-hmm. keep. And I think that feeds right into the next one where people are stuck on this the one idea, that there's this one particular person, there's this ideal uh, ideal mate or an ideal relationship that they have in their mind that it has this imaginary kind of checkoff list that those things have to be in place in order for this person to be the one. That coupled with becoming afraid of being dependent. Now, I'm talk- I'm not talking at you, Mr. 65-year-old, but when people have become comfortable, <laughs> when people, and this is just the truth. This is not against you. This is also the truth of people who have been out of relationship for just four or five months or four or five years. Uh, or, and I wouldn't say four or five days because you don't really know what's really happening and if it's really going to end. But when people are headed definitely to divorce, while people have been significantly divorced, the fear of becoming dependent upon another person for this to happen is one of the ways that people avoid having committed relationships. They think that most people, um, when they couple with another person, that it's too costly in all ways, financially, uh, socially, uh, spiritually, that you have to have someone else's input on, on, on everything. And the thought of that scares them. Now, I think that this is particularly true of men. For some reason, y'all think y'all going to lose something when you gain a mate. And it's, evident because sometimes they just sample all over the globe. They just decide that they're going to have an emotional relationship with this woman, uh, a physical relationship with this woman, but then stay married because they have a financial obligation to this woman. Now, I know it can flip the other way, but again, I can only speak from the pros of female. What do you think about that, Miss Lawrence? Yeah, it, that's that's something that a man, everybody, a man does have. They think if I get with this woman, I'm losing out all the potential women that are out there. And it seems like when I get, I'm get locked down with one, I'm locked down in the negative. But I'm with this one woman. Every woman that I wanted to date comes out the woodwork. What you got to realize is when it comes out, it's that, that, that's a mentality there, but it's something that you have to resolve in yourself. There is no perfect person. Second of all, mm-hmm. there is no just one that, like, that, that was interesting, that just magical woman or magical man, he, mm-hmm. that's all you need. No, you're going to find other qualities in other people, but you got to learn how to be uh, content and you know how to cultivate the person that you have. Mm-hmm. And that's what the problem is. You don't know how to cultivate a relationship or cultivate a woman to be who she needs to be and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Now, these next two were really extra for me because I think that most people, and I think a couple of people actually admitted to this on the line, that they should wait. Uh, some people think that they're simply not ready. Uh, they're not in the position. They're not the right weight. They don't have the right money. They don't have the right job. They're not in the right state of being in order to allow someone else into their life. If you're wary of getting out there, 
people with any type of attachments to those types of thoughts are going to self-sabotage. Like they're going to find a reason not to be in relationship. The other, I think this one particularly reads to men because I've heard them say this, is that men feel Mirandized when they get into relationships. And by Miranda, I mean, you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say will be used against you in the court of law. It's similar to being arrested. And they think that if they're now in a relationship, that there's this answer to automatic uh, situation, which I think is the opposite. I think when you get into a relationship that you almost want to share. Now, what do men think about that? Because I know y'all say we the popo, and we will find out and if we need to, but I don't think that most women want to go on this FBI, uh, you know, trail just to have a relationship. What about the men? What do you think? I think some men, I have to agree that some men do think that, but I have to think, I have to say, where's the maturity of the man? Once a man is comfortable in himself, there's nothing I need to hide. I can tell you my good, my bad, my ugly, my ups and my downs. You can like it or you can leave it. That's yeah. what it comes down to. And to a man gets that point, he, he, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's going he's gonna to be running around trying to hide this sock, trying to hide this and that because he has not became comfortable in himself. I cannot, I'm not going to give any man on this line of listening the luxury of blaming it on the woman. It, it's something they have to do for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now that now, if I could find my applause button right now, I would really push it because I think that is the single most important thing that can be said of any level of relationship. If you if you scared, that's what you're gonna bring to the relationship. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't say that you should just be free willy nilly, but I think that if you come to a relationship already afraid that you're going to lose something, then it's almost going to happen just because your mindset is is there. Um, A couple of the others were that you fall into gender stereotypes, men fear commitment, women are needy, and that's not necessarily the truth of all men or all women. There are good men out there, because I I ain't going to even lie, when I first fell out of marriage, (laughs) when I first Mm -hmm. fell out of marriage, I was like, um, there are no men in Birmingham, Alabama, like, for real. Like, I'm just going to be like the old frozen cup lady. Y'all call, what y'all call them? Y'all call them. See, I'm going to be the little lady that makes the cool cups for the children after school, and you come over to my house and play with the puppies and kitty cats. Like, I didn't want to be her. And I was like, how am, in the world am I going to am I gonna find what I need? Because there there are no men uh, in, in Birmingham. And the the, the thing about it is that our work, our perception of what's out there is being told to us by a world of people who are not telling the truth anyway. Like, we believe that there are all, all men are either in jail or gay. We also mm-hmm. believe that um, all men who are good-looking with a good job, uh, that, that they're either already married or that they're going to cheat. Even if you c- took him out of the gay category – there's always going to be something wrong with it. And I would be a liar if I didn't think that that was true when I first, I mean, because it was like, it ain't, God ain't even made this man yet. Like, he's going to be 12 when I'm in my prime. I ain't going to be able to eat. I'm still not going to be able to be with him because he's going to be too little. Do you think men even think that? Because y- y'all, y'all's uh, relationship ability and your 
social acceptance to dating at any point is so different from ours. What what do men think about that? The stereotype. I mean, the, I mean, the stereotypes are out there. I think it, I almost gonna I'm always gonna go back to this very point. It takes a man to actually become cultured or to become mature to realize what's out there. You can listen to the stereotypes because this world will have you going or doing all kinds of things. But until you become cultured and you become mature in who you are, it comes back to the man has to know what he wants. Forget the stereotypes. Yeah, the stereotypes are out there. No, I'm not big life now. But until the man is solid in who he is and what he wants, or he's going to attract the, woman, the women, if he, that's what he wants, or the woman into his life. Mm. It, it, just, it, it comes down to that. And I think a lot of men have not did the work to, to do, do that, to do that. A lot of people mm. haven't. I don't want to say just men, but a lot of people have not done that work to know what they want. Mm. No, I don't want that. I want this. See, I know what I want, and it's almost kind of scary because it, it's so particular that I think maybe I'm over over dictating what I will accept and not. I can admit that for myself. I had this online conversation with one of my Periscope friends and we were talking about brown men and chocolate men and caramel men and hair or no hair, or goatee or no goatee, what they big toe look like, all that kind of crap. And I think that you it's, it's not building build mate. People come to the relationships or come to potential relationships with who they are. And I think one of the biggest issues is we come in trying to change them into what we want them to be make them this automatic thing, you know, so that we can check them off the list. Uh, two others are that um, you're a drama junkie. People are addicted to having instability in relationships. A lot of people get dismissed uh, with having a real relationship because it just it's working. And instead of it working well and functioning well, they would prefer that there's drama in it, that there's highs and lows. Or the opposite of that is true. They've gotten into this relationship. They've committed so much into this relationship that they say, I ain't happy, but I've been in here so long, I'm going to go on saying this thing. It's called the situationship, where people have this old age attachment to what they've always had and, and don't feel like there's any opportunity to have something different. Now, I think women are more like that than men. Mm-hmm. Um except mm-hmm. for when it comes down to finances. If it's a man in his pocket, he'll stay in there so he don't lose none of his money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what I just mm-hmm. think. With women, I've heard women say some of the most idiotic things. He just don't do nothing. He don't even fuss. I'm like, are you serious? You really want your husband to fuss? No, what she really wants is him to engage more with her, but it's almost like a child. Now, that's immaturity to me. Do you, Can you identify on a male side with uh, either of those points, uh, Mr. Lawrence? Yeah, because I've seen some, I've talked to some guys who who need to have some level of drama, and we can say it that way, but they need to have some kind of emotional stimulation, and they would do stuff to pick at the relationship just to have an argument, just to make up, so they have make-up sex or whatever the case may be. But they do that because they want to stir something up. I've seen guys do that. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen the other side of it. I've seen guys who, who like, the, like the lady you just said, who don't say nothing. They're cool, calm. But the woman needs that. 
And so we mm-hmm. got to understand a woman needs to express the full kaleidoscope of her emotions. And if she's not engaged in that, she would find other ways to do that, maybe by shopping, maybe by reading an erotic book, some kind of way to engage those full uh, kaleidoscope of emotions. And then a man mm-hmm. has to engage that. He has to get in there and stir it up a little bit. I remember my African friend in Nigeria said, he said, you got to bite and you got to blow. I said, what are you talking about? He said, you got to know how to push and pull. I said, I still don't get it. You got to know how to be soft sometimes, and sometimes you got to know how to back up and be a little rough. What he was saying is you got to know how to stir the emotions up a little bit. Now, that doesn't mean start a fight, but it's just knowing how to engage the woman and stimulate her emotionally. Okay, well, we're going to go back to the phones and see if what we've talked about resonates or not. Uh, first caller, 1019, are you there? Can you hear me? I'm here. How are you? I'm doing good. What do you think about our conversation so far about being single, uh, getting in the way of your single dumb, or maybe just not um, sure of what you want? What do you think? I think that I agree with the gentleman that's been talking about maturity that you have to be mature enough and comfortable enough in yourself to know what you want. And um, I will say that when they were talking about um, women being comfortable enough to say whether or not they want sex or not, that um, it bothered me a little bit because I hear often that if you're upfront with the man, then and you tell them, yeah, this is what I want, I'm good, like that's all I need or whatever, they feel like you're thirsty or you're um, playing yourself short. But I think sometimes that it's to satisfy need and not mm-hmm. necessarily, um, you know, to pursue a relationship. Like we can do that too, just like mm-hmm. men can, you know. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's a time and age that this is what we're doing now versus building that strong relationship. But I think it's real easy to be able to do that and walk away from it. Um, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean necessarily that you have to be committed to that person. We just get that need taken care of and keep it moving. No, no, I think that too, I think you hit a really good point because there is just basic biology uh, of, of, of closeness, especially when you've been in relationship, when you've been in relationship and come out of relationship, there is a almost an unintelligible law. And women have a difficulty saying, I just really want someone to be there. And society, uh, even the male uh, voice uh, here tonight, one of the positions was, you know, if she give it to me real early, I'm not going to think any less of her, but it's not going to go anywhere further than that when that same action on a male standpoint is served. Like he said, he's okay serving himself. Like I ain't okay serving myself. If I'm just not going to do that. Like I'll do it. But I'm going to need some aftermath. Like, I'm going to need some help with that because I'm not used to being with an object. I'm used to being with a human being. I'm used to an exchange. Right. I I need a heartbeat. Right, right. You need a heartbeat. And if you are used to having a heartbeat, what's wrong with saying, you know, I I don't know what our relationship is going to be or not. But maybe that is the purpose as to why that person is in your life at that time. You can have mm-hmm. significant and safe sex with that particular person, and it has nothing to do 
was fulfilling, the, you know, our uh, uh, relationship past that point. Mr. Mars, why can't we women do that and not be put in the thirst bucket category and just say this is a single person satisfying a physical need? Why why can't y'all, like, That's, not put us in the thirst bucket yeah. group? Because it's because of society, because it is a double standard. If a man doesn't, it's no problem. But if a woman doesn't, we automatically classify her as a garden too. So it's plus plain and simple. It's a double standard, and we look less on a woman who who expresses her need to say, "Hey, this is what I want." And what happens is it actually throws a man out of his. He throws him out of his position because now you're doing what he does. So he don't know how to respond to a woman who's doing what he's doing. So mm-hmm. he automatically See, that's is going to say, "Wait a minute." That's the problem that's right there. Of, that's the problem. I think that's exactly what the problem is. That, too, is what goes into the whole independent woman ideal when a woman can very clearly identify that she needs a sexual partner and that's all she is doing it for. Uh, the whole gaming is when men do it, we, by the time we figure out what's going to happen, we didn't get beat down so many times. We just like to have sex with the boy. We know he ain't got nothing. But when it slips, and a man is enjoying this sexual experience with this woman, and they can't understand that it's the exact same thing that they're doing. I think it's ego. I think ego gets in the way, and then they want to say, oh, she's single, and she's having sex, you know, real early, and she's not worthy of anything, when actually she's functioning pretty much in the same capacity that men do. 5909, are you there? Can you hear me? Five nine oh nine, last four digits of your phone number. Did you have anything to add to the show? I um no I don't. I just called in so I'm just getting into it. So I'm just gonna listen because I'm just coming in so I missed uh the first part. Well, we can bring you up to date, we can bring you up to session and all we're talking about is why people are single and I think we've kinda gone from Everything that uh, you've probably heard as a woman, and and we men here on the line, too, have probably heard as well, there are different reasons as to why you're single, but I think it may boil down to something extremely simple. I want to go ahead and go to another couple of callers before we start to uh, head out so that I can do my little empire. And what I do on the show here is the last 15, 20 minutes of the show, I kind of try to summate it up to just a point. Not that it's right or just your, what you should be thinking, but it's just how I think. 1374, did you have any additional uh, ads to what you've heard so far? Because I think you may have introduced the whole idea that uh, maybe, you know, casual sex with a woman too early is going to put her in a category that may not be for a long term. Right. Well, and that was just for my, everybody's different. And, and for me, again, I like to chase and, for my past history, um, mm-hmm. I'm just more into dating and getting to know somebody. And even though I have engaged with casual sex, or you know, one time and that was it, it's just for me. That's not something that I like. I would like to elaborate on the uh, pleasing myself. Of course, now I've been married for seven years. The last two years of my marriage, I was fighting for my marriage. So instead of me, I haven't been intimate with my wife for two years. So instead of me uh, going out here cheating and I wanted to be a good man and just be with my wife. That is something I did for myself. Now I'm not saying that, you know, I just, I just kind of wanted to clear that up, clear the air up because, you know, everybody else has their own reasons for doing that. Some people don't like doing it and, you know, mm-hmm, so each mm-hmm. is on. 
But mm-hmm. so I just wanted to say that for that was my reasoning for that. Mm. Well, no, I think that's honorable. I think that when you're able to clearly, because see, I lost my mind. I did. I, I, I lost my mind. And I was like, I just need I help. I was like screaming, I need help. And I didn't know what that meant, what that was supposed to be like, because I had chased myself for my entire life to marry, and then the marriage didn't work. 1938, are you there? Did you have anything to add so far? 1938, single, and wanting to share with us in anything? Okay, maybe not. Okay, maybe not. They don't know that they're on the air. Um, let's go to 4279. Did you have anything else to add before we start to wrap it up? Sure. This has been quite interesting. I can mm-hmm. really appreciate the gentleman that felt like it was um, he liked to chase and he liked, he appreciated a woman that would wait and not jump right into things. But one thing that was um, interesting that's been on my heart is a guy that goes by what he saw as a child. He saw mm-hmm. his uncles, his dad, his granddad, and everybody being mad daddies and having with all the women. And he thought from what he saw, that's all he saw. He thought it was okay, but it's not okay. But because that's all he saw, that's all he knew, and that's all he did, and it didn't work out for them, but he thought maybe it will work out for him. And now those mm-hmm. old guys are gone. They, they're they dead or, you know, played out, and he's hoping someday it's going to be okay because he's going to be able to be the Mac Daddy and still keep it moving, but it doesn't work like that because it plays out too. You can't just mm-hmm. have your cake and eat it too, and everybody's just doing everybody, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's so it's funny when people discount, and Mr. Lawrence, I know you've heard it and probably have uh, advised people about what their histories and their environments have taught them about relationships. And I thought at one point it had become a trend for men to say, "Oh, she don't know no good man because she ain't have her daddy." And you know, I would get so, I would get so upset about that because the same household type and makeup, he came from a single mother's home, and that same to me excuse could be said of why he doesn't know how to be a good man to a woman as well. But for some reason, it's been almost legitimized that women who don't have men in their lives in a significant way. Uh, whether that be a father or just a strong male role model, like we wouldn't recognize what uh, the appropriate way to function as a single woman versus, you know, carrying yourself in order to want to be married. Do you think that's true? Because I don't know. How, how was your uh, your your experience? Because I, I think I, you're I great. Think, I, I think that's true. I think a lot of people forget. For, for one thing, let me let me. I, I'll cut to the chase. I think well, a lot of times, whether a man or your mother or father was there or not, and you're married by a single mother, or you're raised by a single father, or your father was there, or whatever the case may be, a lot of times we have not been properly taught how to function in the relationship with the opposite sex. We have not been taught that. We have not seen that. That does not make it an excuse. But we have not been sat down and said, this is what you do. This is how you interact with a woman. I remember my son, who's 14, he says, now, my, me and his mother are uh, separate, or not separate, we're actually divorced. He said, Dad, i never seen you interact with a woman. I need to see that. 
not have people I talk to, but he needs to see that how I treat her, how I hold her hand, how I um, take her to dinner. He needs to see that because that's going to be his point of reference on how he treats the young lady that he's going to be with. And so I think we have not taught our children or we have not taught each other how to function together and how to talk to each other and how to communicate, how to have a successful relationship. And if you do not know, there is no excuse in this day and age why anyone on this God's green earth don't know how to start to have a good relationship. It first starts with, I want one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not giving anybody no excuses tonight. I'm sorry. There's, there's... <laughs> me either, me either Ms. I said I'm gonna say it in a few minutes. But do you have anything upcoming that we need to look for with regard to you, Ms. Lawrence? Well, I'm working on one book. that's actually not about relationship. It's called the uh, Mystic Golden Tree: The Journey Within, and it deals with seven principles that are actually going to push you into walking to who you are. And the answer that you're looking for is not really out there, it's within you. Then I have another book that I'm also, that's actually out there. It's, a, um, it's more of a relationship book, and it deals with um, dealing with, dealing with what we're talking about tonight, how to deal with relationship with each other, just different um, quotes that I came up with. And I also do um, one-on-one and group sessions with people who want to talk about, say, relationships or finding their purpose and going to, uh, finding their purpose and also going to the next level in your life. Well, thank you so much for being an impromptu guest. I can always call Mr. Lawrence and say, Mr. Lawrence, I want to talk about this. And he's like, are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. I want to talk about why people are single. And I'm going to go empire in just a few moments, quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress Speaks, and the empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight, but nobody's going to change this but us. Okay, and by changing this tonight, it is changing your status if you know exactly what you want and are willing to say those things. And this, you know, I had already planned to do this show. It started off being a show because I felt like I attract Oh my God, it's like I have this thing about people who are just not available for relationship being attracted to me. But then I realized that I was saying that I didn't necessarily want a relationship. I was saying that I did not have to be in a relationship. I did not have to be this or that. I did not need all of these titles. And so I was getting that. I was getting that back. I was getting people who were not available to me and people who did not desire relationship. So I actually was getting exactly what I was asking for. I think that it became extremely clear to me when I uh, was having a conversation with uh, a young man and he ain't no way to die. I mean, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not upset because I'm 42. I just know that at 42, there's very little that a 28 year old can offer to me. 
I just, it's not fair. I don't think that it's the right thing that you should do. And I heard myself tell him that you need to first understand what you would even desire me for. And he was very clear. He said, I think you're fine. I think I want to have I think I want to have sex with you. I don't think it would be hard to live with you. I don't think that there's anything that you would want that I could do for you because this is a gainfully employed young man, but it, it just does not feed into what I desire. So I think if you cannot articulate clearly what you want in your life, then it's going to be difficult for those things to come into your life. You can say what you want to say, because I think that I've said for a long time that I didn't necessarily want to be married, and it was because I have been married, and that was not a healthy, uh, beautiful, white picket fence experience. It was horrible for me, and so that I do not want, but that is not what marriage is, so I had to stop saying those things. What I am now saying is that the things that I want for my life, I need to be able to say it very clearly to myself, at least admit it to the atmospheres that I'm around. There is no reason why a person is always complaining about being by themselves, but at the same time saying, oh, I'm good with this. Like those two things just don't go together. If you want to be in a relationship, you have to do some things that will uh, anticipate that happening. Another part of why this show was formed was because I had a female on social media be excited to call herself a bitch. She said it so many times that I ended up, I mean, she was an avid listener to the show. She used to blog with all of my blogs. She used to run with all of my things. And then she got to this place, which I know is a broken place, which I know is a place where she's hurt because she's not where she wants to be in her life. She has now started to speak things into herself, that is the opposite of what she wants just because where she is is in a bad place. And so instead of saying, you know, I don't like the way this is, let me change the scenery, let me change my friends, instead of doing those things, she starts saying some things that would absolutely equal up being by yourself, being unhappy, being mistreated, being taught too stupid. I mean, some of the things that she was complaining about in her aspirations to have relationships, instead of refuting those and changing her direction, she started calling herself a bitch. She started saying, I'm a hoe. You know, I mean, in different ways, she was presenting herself to be the very opposite of what she wanted, and she was getting what she put out in the atmosphere. I do believe in the law of attraction. I do believe that what you say does have power, and this is not even a spiritual thing. I mean, if you walk around town calling yourself a bitch, it's only a matter of time before you're treated like a bitch, you're talked to like a bitch, and people just, when they see you, they're going to say, bitch. You know, like that. that's the opposite of how I think. Sometimes I have to speak things about myself that even I may not truly believe at the time. I, I ain't going to say I'm a size too, because that is just not the truth. That's lying to myself. But I don't think there's anything wrong with me the way that I am right now in this moment. Even though I don't have millions of dollars in my bank account, it does not mean that I'm not a rich person uh, with who I am. Even though I don't have perfect hair and skin and all this other stuff that people want to say is the ideal mate for a man who's worried about hair, skin, and all that kind of thing. I'm only going to be the greatest of what I'm able to present. So the things that I do have about myself, I'm learning to love about myself, and I exude those things about myself out. 
if you love, and, and I think Mr. L even said it, if you can't even appreciate who and what and where you are, how in the world can you expect for someone else to do that for you? If you want to be rescued, there are a lot of men out there who are willing to rescue you, but you will be a captive. And when there's someone else who is a little bit more needy and a little bit more compliant with a little less requirement, you will be left again. I mean, you have to be whole in yourself. Anytime you're not whole in your singlehood, you are not going to be whole when you add yourself to another person. It just it just works like that. I tried to fix it to make it be something like different, but that is not the truth. What you've been through in your life should not color what you expect in your future. I had a bad marriage. I, I don't want to do that no more. And I don't have to do that no more. But I have to release that away so that it does not color what I have in my future. See, what you've gone through should actually be a blueprint and a teaching scale for you to just be wary of it happening again. But don't start putting this stuff from old people onto new relationships. If you don't want to be in the relationship you're in, there's a clean, respectful, and easy way to take care of that. I think we had an example of that right here on the show, man saying that he does not want to defile or discolor until, you know, uh, uh, anything of where he is right now. And I think that's respectful. I mean, some people would have been sneaking, breaking down doors and everything. We reading on the news all the time of that type of, of, of action. I mean, but when you can govern yourself in a way that's respectful, where you can live with yourself, that's all, all I ask. I don't think that anybody has to live beneath themselves to have a mate. You should not have to be anything less of yourself to be with somebody. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with a man just a couple of weeks ago, and he told me that anything that I am should actually be a compliment to anybody that comes into my life. I shouldn't have to dummy down myself to make someone else shine. Like two, The only thing that happens in that case is when one person is a light and the other person is a darkness. When you have two lights, you both shine. Like why would you want to be attracted to someone who's now going to suddenly change into something totally different? So you're single because you choose to be single. You're single and you're not in a relationship because you're choosing some things that are putting you in a position of not because there is too many damn people around here saying the same thing. There's just as many men as there are women who have said the same things. And I'm not talking about some particular, he got to have this height and he got to have all that. You need to understand that the things that can be replaced and over and over again, they'll always be upgradable. What you need to get is something that you need in your life and desire, not just what you like looking like. What it, what's going to make a pretty picture? Because that is why people are not having healthy relationships. That is why people are not getting engaged. Or you know, And if that's what you want to do, every relationship doesn't necessarily have to move towards marriage. Understand that the people that are in your lives may be for a particular season. Of, that may be the man that's supposed to teach you how to, oh, I can't be just having this frivolous, loose sex and ain't no emotion out of it, that may be the very reason why that person is moved out, and then you learn to love yourself, learn yourself. Hell, the man said he pleased himself. You can't ask nobody to please you if you can't do it yourself. You can't teach nobody nothing about you that you don't know about yourself. So all of this singledom is actually a 
platform of being able to be a stronger partner for somebody. And if you're not learning something in your being single, you're going to be a dummy when you get with somebody. <laughs> They're going to pull something over on you. It's supposed to make you stronger. I think that's exactly what it can do. That's what it's doing for me. I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a damn he man when this is over. The next man, the next woman's son, gonna be so excited to have me because I'm gonna be a powerhouse. I'm going to I'm not gonna be needy in a way that he's gonna have to worry about me. He's gonna to want to work with me, and I with him. It's all to make it stronger. Your love 
little boy with anything But I'm strong I'm still missing pieces after everything But I'm strong Can't believe it cause she said she never leave But I'm strong But if she never left I would have never seen That I'm strong Are you tired? Are you sick and tired? Are you just plain done? Well, that's where I am, and we're going to change things. Here on The Empire, we change by informing, organizing, and doing things that really make a difference. If you have an organization or a program that is for the betterment of the human experience, that's where we're going to start. To be a part of this movement, please contact me. I am The Empress Cooper on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or email me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com. Or just hit me up on my website, www.TheEmpress.com, where The Empress speaks and The Empire listens. Listen, I know that change won't just happen overnight. But nobody's going to change this but us.